Hello everyone and welcome to another DNE podcast. My name is Eamon. My name is Dan. And you've made it another week. Woo! Eamon's back. I know. I feel rusty. Haven't done this for I missed out on a week, so I'm <laughs> feels unusual. No, <laughs> we'll get back into it. But we're back into it full speed. Let's do it. While we What do we have to talk what? about? I was going to mention, we went away. We we went to a dark skies park, a place with very little light pollution, with the intention of doing an episode there. But, yeah, the, uh, you're, sitting, you're sitting there and you don't really want to bring the microphones out. So Yeah, it was very nice. It was beautiful. There's not much to talk about, unfortunately, just mainly because I don't think we understand much about stars, constellations, and etc. But yeah, there were some really nice photos taken. <laughs> Yeah, I'll chuck them up on the Instagram whenever I, when I when I get the chance. But yeah, it was it was nice just existential moment, but yeah, unfortunately we don't we like got there and we're like looking at them and we just we can talk about an experience that we had there though, which was funny. Yeah? Yeah, I mean more of a storytelling episode since we don't have much to talk about rather. Oh, is this the old the path? Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was, it was, was, it was pit, pitch black. <clears throat> Felt on edge. I don't know. Is that kind of what you want to talk about? Like the fact, yeah. the fact that like, why do you feel on edge? And why so- were we on edge? Yeah. So to, as a background for listeners, we went to Dark Sky and before we actually found the spot that we laid on, like, um, on, on a road, <laughs> Um, on a park area. Yeah, we, we, laid actually, the, we laid in the car park or somewhere to look at the stars. There we go. Before we ended up there, we went... Maps took us to, like, a deserted dirt road. And <laughs> we're obviously, like, in New Moon, which is no moon whatsoever. So, <laughs> couldn't really see much of what was going on. Um, so, we stopped the car, got out of the car, and started walking through the dirt dirt road and it was just like super quiet there was not much noise apart from like grass shaking right yeah not not a you couldn't see a whole lot because phone torches can't can't do much and you'd see some like (laughs) hear some rustling beside you (laughs) i look every time it was kangaroos but yeah it was there was an interesting difference in dan and i i was like yep i'm just gonna let the animals do their thing mm. and you, you wanted to look at them and then we'd, we'd turn the camera and there'd be like four or five kangaroos just like was, staring at us it was pretty hilarious to look and just see a bunch of kangaroos looking at us there was a one point that was crazy the amount of that oh was... dude, yeah it was like a field i swear just all like what the hell are these people doing here and i i was trying to explain this to my parents and it was very hard to me that grass area that we looked at, yeah. What type of grass was that? Because it, it wasn't a grass that grew normally. It was a grass that grew in patches. It was like, a, it, was it a plantation? What was that? Uh, <laughs> crap! I don't, I don't know. It was. It looked like wheat, basically. Yeah, but it like, wasn't wheat. Like, like wheat. just long stringy, ah, just overgrown grass. Yeah, it was overgrown, me. but it was only patches. It wasn't like I uh, think that's just kangaroos eating it and trampling on it, right? Maybe, maybe. But there was a we 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 reached this ring road of sorts, I guess you'd say, a dirt ring road, and there was a dead sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna skip the cage in the? Well, <laughs> Yeah, I was. I mean, like, I was gonna go to the cage, but like near the dead sheep, there was a cage. But we didn't see the dead sheep until the end, though. You saw the dead sheep uh, when we were leaving. Oh uh, no, nah, I saw it on the entrance. I just thought it was a kangaroo, and I was like, ah, oh, oh yeah, there was a dead sheep, and yeah. then there was bones of something else that you found. Yeah, after. But it's interesting. This place <laughs> before we even saw these, before we even saw this site of the. <laughs> Bones, dead sheep, cage, in the middle of nowhere. Even before we saw it, there was like a weird... That was a weird vibe to it. There was a weird vibe to the place. There was. And then um, when we were leaving, 
it's like the further we got away from the place, the better the vibe was getting. So I don't, I don't know if yeah. I, be- I think I believe in these type of. We were getting things. quieter the the closer we were to the place. Um, it yeah. was really funny though. The <laughs> we see Cage, and then we. If any of the listeners know <laughs> of this, by the way, it was a cage that was like one and a half by one and a half meters, and it wasn't even that high. And it had a seat in the middle, <laughs> like not in the middle, but like on on one of the sides of the cage. Why <laughs> is there seats inside a cage? Yeah, I it's a it's it's, it's a weird one. I don't. It's weird. We never researched it. We should have researched. We were hypothesizing about it. I reckon they kept this sheep here and then they sacrificed it to the dark sky. So, <laughs> some. <laughs> To keep the dark in the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. The certain constellation comes over and you have to murder it yeah, underneath fair. the constellation for like good luck. The pe- dead sheep was weird as life. well. Just chilling there. What the sheep was? Yeah, right. Just, just dead. <laughs> just dead in like the middle of no farmland. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like there's no way the sheep just wandered there. And if it did, there's no way that someone would just like saw it there and killed it. Well, it wasn't killed. It was just dead. Like, there was no... I didn't oh, see any slashing or anything of the sort. Yeah, this is true. And provided the bones that you found afterwards. I'm assuming that's, like, yeah, a look, thing that happens. My conspiracy theory brain likes to think that it was murdered, sacrificed, something of the sorts. Maybe the kangaroos were sacrificing sheep in there. <laughs> the kangaroos <laughs> yeah. the, the are can- the ones who created the cage. The kangaroos did it. The kangaroos did it. You're right. You're right. No, but anyway, we after we saw the cage, we saw the sheep, we wandered into this little path. And it was funny because you could see kangaroos just jumping across the <laughs> the road every now and then. And you could hear the trampling. But anyway, we decided to sit down on the grass where Eamon thought it was suitable. Yeah. And we had torches on and we're like, okay. Time to turn the torches off. Actually, I even asked me if I want to turn the torch off. <laughs> and my straight up response was, sure, why not? Okay, let's do it. Let's I run, guess. Run, run it, we're here. <laughs> yeah. We turned the lights off for a solid five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, yeah and I just five. turned the light on again. I'm like, I'm not comfortable with this. This is not, I don't know what it is. This is ain't chill. This, like This area ain't it, nah. That was, <laughs> and then that's when Aim is like, we we're walking back, and Aim is like, no, I'm gonna go exploring. <laughs> it just goes into like a tiny path, sees bones, and I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah, we are out of here. <laughs> and he turns around. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. hilarious. <clears throat> Don't know what it was. It was an interesting. Neither. Bump. Interesting experience that one. But there is the opener to the episode. <laughs> Dark Sky. Yeah. Bam, bam. Doo, doo. Would recommend. Yeah. Coming soon <laughs> to a cinema near you. Um, Should have recorded it, actually. It would have been pretty funny to record that. <laughs> I never thought of it. Anyway. <laughs> we figured we'd do a drug, a drug episode. Mm-hmm. Loosely. We don't, we don't have anything planned on what to talk about. No, but chat... GBT, wait. Are we we're gonna mention ChatGPT in every episode GBT. now. Yeah, but it, should, it should, helps. Okay. Should we just start by listing all the drugs we know? I like, and, I, and I'm talking like. You wanna you wanna test your knowledge here, buddy? Well, that's what I mean. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just getting our brains. <laughs> that's the first one that goes to. Yeah. I'm just trying weed. to get our. I'm just trying to get our brain working and like. Meth, weed, drug. LSD, mushrooms. Um. MDMA. What's the, what's the B, B2, whatever the hell it is? Oh, yeah. Cocaine. That's some weird one, hey? There are some weird drugs out there that we don't know. Um, ayahuasca is yeah. a drug. That's, yeah. That one would be more fun. More hallucinogens. <laughs> DMT. I don't know how much we can say. Oh, for legal reasons, we've done no drugs. <laughs> this is... We actually did do heaps of research before, but only on a couple of them. Yeah. 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 Only the ones that Yeah. Life. We do we, we haven't we haven't researched anything like heroin or, or meth. Mm. So 
I have, I have, I know a few things about heroin though. Yeah. Yeah. So heroin was created as a medication to counter um, morphine. So morphine addicts would often, when heroin was created, it was to for morphine addicts to use it and stop being ad- addicts to so morphine. Is, so is this like I break my arm? I take morphine. I get addicted to it. You take heroin. Like, like you like stop being addicted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but God it turns damn. out you become more addicted and That's it's nuts. a lot worse for you. So <laughs> funny, funny, funny things about meth. And we've talked with, uh, well, I've talked about this here. Um, we've talked about this here where Second World War, it was legal. People take, people pop meth. Real? So, yeah. Soldiers were all meth heads, <laughs> like mostly German soldiers. That's crazy. How, I mean, you just showed us the video or you showed me the video of like soldiers being tested on, on LSD, like what the impacts are. But I can't mm. imagine <laughs> what soldiers functioning on heroin would be like. So not heroin, no, meth. Meth. So the thing with meth is the, apparently the reasons why they use this for the, well, first of all, it was a legal medication at the time. So people could actually just buy at a pharmacy. Um, but two, you'd have the symptoms that would help in a war scenario. So people wouldn't need food as much. People would be in high alert and paranoid, which is yeah, good okay. and bad, I guess. <laughs> you could friendly fire very easily in that sense, right? But <laughs> I see what you mean. I think I've heard people... Well, I've heard of the concept of people taking it to do like long shifts and stuff or... So yeah, I don't know much about meth. I haven't done it, but like that's the it's bottom line. I know, you know yeah. Hitler used to take it. Yeah, those videos of him just like tweaking in stands. Yeah, men's were on a lot of drugs to do whatever he was doing. <laughs> Dude, there was a there was a journalist who did. I think I think it was meth or it was heroin. Mm. He did it for like six months or a couple years six months bro he got addicted to it he lived in like crack houses and stuff and then he came off of it and wrote a book but he like went into the experience i reckon that's a cool experience to write about with the intention of learning about it i wonder how this person is right now because it's not a if it impacts it's it's not a chill drug you know (laughs) like once you're addicted it's very hard to not be addicted to it and my understanding is just because it's so good, right? Apparently. I mean, if you look at the dopamine levels or the dopamine increase when you take the drug, meth is <laughs> super high. It drops really quickly, but apparently it goes just like super high and it drops. Yeah. And it goes up more than like most drugs then are like. Yeah, that's, yeah that's what I've heard. So that like life off of it just seems boring as all hell. Mm-hmm. A mediocre, per se. Which is interesting, right? Mm. Um, I reckon... It is interesting why we like to take drugs, though. Because, not like us as in you and I, but like humans in general. But it's, yeah. it seems to be like an animal um, thing to it as well. So, like, for example, some types of animals will... Um, take not take drugs but like monkeys for example will lick the frogs that have toxins and they get a little <laughs> high monkeys in um madagascar i think they kind of like yeah. know when the fruits are brewed per se they're like because do you understand how alcohol is created a little bit um like i don't understand the nuances of like brewing the specifics yeah so you have like a fruit per se right and that fruit um gets old and basically through that process um the bacteria eats it and it becomes alcohol so that's how they make um even kombucha 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 that's it yeah yeah like like fermented it's yeah fermented is the word that i'm looking for yeah so like it breaks down it breaks down usually from sugars okay um and it becomes alcohol. So all kombucha, for example, is alcoholic. And then they have to take the alcohol out of it whenever they want to serve. Real? Yeah. I but, thought it was just regularly non-alcoholic. No. So if we make it at home, it becomes alcoholic because that's just the process of it. Um, 
and like some monkeys but when you know say, that. When you say it makes alcohol, you mean like moonshine? I don't actually know what moonshine is, but I guess it would be something similar to it, right? It's just fermented. I think moonshine's like some uber concentrated alcohol. I thought moonshine was anything that like they used to make it back in the day with like um, some bootleg whatever and then make alcohol from it. Yeah, I think you can mix it with things. I'm not like yeah. I don't know much about it. I think it is just one of those things that you can slap together a, a setup pretty we, easily. But I'm I heard someone was brewing vodka, and the yep. be- the beginning bit of it was moonshine. So it must just play distilling a, vodka. Yeah, it must just way. play an integral role in alcohol. Yeah, so there is, but I think that's the difference as well. Because that wouldn't be called moonshine, would it? Actually, I don't think you know enough, and neither do I have nah, for that I one. I don't know. Um, I just know it's strong as hell. It is. I, I have heard that as well. But I was just wondering, you know, when we say, yeah, it makes alcohol, I'm like, well. Yeah, so there's different types of making alcohol. So you have brewing, and yeah, you have distilling. That's why I'm making the difference here. So for example, okay. spirits are usually distilled. And I don't actually know the process of distilling that well. But like beer, for example, you brew, and you have like the whole fermenting of it. Um, and funnily enough, those two different types of making alcohol give you, gives you like two different types of, yeah. Cause you can make like spirits and beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And one lasts longer than the other. Like for example, beer lasts very little compared to spirits. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I mean, I've mentioned this here. That makes here. sense. I, uh, anecdotally, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I think I've mentioned this here. That's why rum was a big thing i think it was brandy even um back in the day so one one of the things it was used for bartering was it was it rum it was bartering and it was used for long travels because yeah because it would store well and and you wouldn't yeah exactly you wanted to keep your troops happy so you'd have the alcohol in your boat and you can carry if it was beer it would go off and a very interesting thing that i found is it's alcohol so it is antiseptic and basically what they do is they used to do they used to throw in water like a little bit and that would keep the water fresh for a lot longer um in long travels as well so that was cool i'm wondering if it i obviously wish i i obviously wish i did more research i know that yeast is somewhat involved in in beer brewing yeast yeah but the main yeah there must be something to it that beer Oh, I guess it doesn't require refrigeration, but I, spirits don't require refrigeration. So I'm like, no. yeah, it makes sense that they might be able to last. Yeah, longer. I don't know why um, beer lasts a lot less time. Let's ask Google. Let's ask Google. Um, I mean, this goes down to the, and actually, we'll we'll have to do an episode on this. I'll have to do research on why certain foods taste better when they're cold opposed to hot <laughs> and why certain foods taste better when warm opposed to cold i love your point about that because i don't actually know if it i don't know either but there has to be some sort of like chemistry explanation behind specific foods specific flavors maybe but people have different taste buds as well so that would vary depending from person to person as I, well wouldn't it like i mean I guess, like, su- <laughs> like, like, subjectively. I know we said we're going to do drug episode, but like, like, mm. but like, subjectively, I think the like the small differences maybe. But when you get a hot plate of food from the kitchen at a restaurant, that plate, I feel like for everyone is going to taste better immediately, opposed to after waiting fifteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. But also, you have like cold, cold, and you have just something that isn't warm. Does that make sense? Or isn't cold? Something that's just yeah, like, like room temperature. Room temperature, which would like be a, that a weird in between. Like they may, yeah, like maybe there's an an optimal. I'll I'll look, I'll look into it. I'll I'll, okay. I'll have to investigate. Quickly, quickly explanation on how beer is made. Yep. Um, you have malting, mashing, or. Now I, I regret this because now I'm going to have to explain it. You're going to have to just yeah. <laughs> explain <laughs> so, like a whole... Malting is where the barley grains are soaked <laughs> in water um, to allow it to germinate. Oh, nice. Okay. So they're trying to like... Get germs. Exactly. That's what he meant. Yeah, technically, yeah. <laughs> you get the germs and they eat and that's how alcohol is created. 
that's what I was talking about before. Yep. You have mashing, which is the malt is mixed into hot water in, in a large vessel called mash tun. This process known as mashing allow the enzymes in the malt to break down the starch into ferment, um, fermentable sugars. The temperature and duration of mashing can affect the beer flavor and body. And then you have something called loitering. After mashing, the liquid portion, known as wort, is separated from the solid remains of the malt in a process called loitering. Loitering? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You I can look know. up yourself. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> the wort is then collected in the, another vessel. Boiling. Okay, the boiling it just gets rid of the... Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll okay. read it. I'll read nah, it. You, the world's <laughs> traveling to the cattle as boil. During the boil, hops are added at a different times to contribute bitterness, flavor, aroma to beer. Hops act as a natural preservative. Also, fun fact, lagers are a lot less hops. Hops is like the bitterness of the beer, basically. So like okay. when, you, when you drink pale ales, for example, yep. a lot more hops goes into it. So even if you, I don't really want to ask what hops is in case we get another science. Experience. Hops is just a, um, I know what it is. It's like a plant, uh, something on the soil yeah, okay. where it's yeah, very common in India. It's yes, just, it's just, that's all the information I yeah, have. It's just a thing. It's just a thing called hops. <laughs> that's why Indian pale ales yeah, okay. have lots of hops in it because usually <laughs> it's Indian uh, mostly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and then you have the cooling, which. We know, all know what it means, so I'm not going to read it. We have the fermentation. <laughs> the cool water is transferred to fermentation vessel um, and yeast is added. Yeast is a microorganism that consumes the sugars in the water and produces alcohol. I was correct, but I in the wrong part Yay. of the process. Hell yeah. The carbon dioxide and by, as byproducts. Yeah, okay, so it carbonates as well at the same time. Um, and then you have... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And then you have maturation... Filtering carbonation to carbonate again. <laughs> Beer may undergo filtration process, clarify the removing uh, in remains of the yeast and sediments. Carbonation is added to the beer, either naturally through residual fermentation or artificially by injecting carbon dioxide. That sounds <laughs> disturbing for some reason. <laughs> anyway, and then packaging. Yeah. Shall I read it? No, 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 no please, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> What's the difference between beer and spirits? Um, <clears throat> alcohol content, obviously. So things that are more alcohol dense are more preserved naturally. So the more alcohol means it will oh, last yeah, longer. Me, me, yeah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, processing and packaging. Beer is often processed and pasteurized. That first point, that's just going to be because like high alcohol kills germs right mm -hmm. like how we use rubbing alcohol to kill germs yeah areas but i think fo following a similar i think that's why maybe. i think spirits still go through fermentation but they go through like filtration a lot more times is the yeah, idea to filter out everything other yeah than. sorry to cut you off but i have just a thought that's knocking on my skull yeah do you think there's <laughs> something about i don't remember what you mentioned like we all just animals as well lick the frogs and stuff yeah okay i'm just like do you wonder if there's some type of innate desire for like different perceptions of reality that is such a good question um because like i don't know i feel like it's so strange. Yeah, I remember us talking I believe about it so. a couple episodes ago, just being like how much we struggle to even really comprehend out. Does lo does life just seems boring from even an animal's perspective at some point, or is it just something more than that? Because your life doesn't need technically need to be boring for you to want drugs, right? No, not at all. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think that's so. Why does an like why would an animal want it? Like a an animal other than humans. <laughs> Right, like I think there's obviously some link to just like dopamine release, but I don't. Well, first of all, I don't understand the why there, mm -hmm. but there's there must be a reason people keep going back to it beyond that. In terms of just, I mean, you have addiction, so depending on what you actually take, yeah. But then you have something that unaddictive, which become but, addictive. But when we but we drink alcohol. 
with the purpose of going into that altered state of consciousness, right? Correct. Where we are like drunk and, you know, a little We're hasty on the wrist. Quite a quote, more fun. Yeah, right. Dependently. Mm-hmm. And there's, and you have a different type of alcohol because you want to experience a different type of consciousness and you have a different weed because you want to have different types of consciousness. I don't think it changes your consciousness per se. You're still well, the same consciousness. You Same rational. I guess you're less maybe. conscious, but you're still there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you don't change. To be fair, you don't even change that much. Have you ever been through a bad situation while you're drunk? Or like under the influence, I guess, where you yeah. like have never... you have to get your brain together, and you're like, okay, this is not a good situation. Let me think about this for a I second. Ha- I have not ever encountered a scenario where, yeah, I want to or need to make serious decisions that I would be making sober while intoxicated. That's interesting. Okay, see, I have, especially when, like, for example, you having a party, someone starts to like throw up and not have a good time for example yeah and you need to um, and you have to like something or... yeah you're the host you gotta be like okay buddy what do you want do I want to send you home yeah. what, what are we doing um but I find it just generally intriguing that we don't just go yeah I want to go out to the club and like we find it hard to get in touch with that type of but see I still without, do the, without the drug I still do I know a lot of people that aren't able to I can definitely have fun without alcohol and it's just alcohol is definitely one of those things where you have because someone else is having it's just like a social sort of thing yeah um i guess that's why they say it's a social drug like even cigarettes per se i don't use cigarettes though but i guess yeah, it would also, follow the same sort of if it def- definitely does in that it's just like a social lubricant really like you've 100 percent seen people go oh you want to go have a smoke very very similar social thing yeah to want to have a coffee want to have a beer my my difference between the two is that i don't see the fun in cigarette use while like with alcohol it definitely alters me while cigarette doesn't really so i don't yeah i don't love it i mean maybe you just haven't been having strong enough <laughs> i don't want but it actually i'll no... be honest here but like yeah no nah, well maybe you're right <laughs> like I, I think bottom line is we don't need to be having any of it but like <laughs> i know right we have a couple we have a drink here each but like there's something i don't know maybe it's just a thought to to engage in yourself next time it's an interesting one i would definitely like to go out more sober i have done it before and i'm to, pretty sure to see what it's like i have done it before and i want to say i was completely sober but i wasn't because i had caffeine a lot of caffeine i had actually i had one energy drink just because i wanted to like be awake and that was really fun <laughs> I went off like just like I do Bro, I think in if, any other environment. <laughs> I think if you fired me up with like a couple Red Bulls, a coffee, <laughs> send me out to the club. <laughs> a few Red Bulls and a coffee? Mate, do you want to have a heart attack, bro? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, look, 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 look. Yeah. You have a point, okay? Don't get me intoxicated. Just give me a lot of caffeine. <laughs> but even to that, isn't there something to be said about Isn't it like a Definitely long... no, but your case is definitely different. It's along <laughs> the same lines. Yeah, get me high on caffeine. Get me extremely high on caffeine. I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, I think you load me up with a with Red Bull, send me out to the club. I'll be... I'll be the most energetic person there. I reckon so as well. I could... I've done it. <laughs> I, I know. You, we can do know. it. See, there are people who who do struggle with it, and those are the usual. I think those are the people that we do go out with, and because they're drinking, we end up drinking. It's yeah. Just a, and I think because we've learned this from since we started drinking, it's just a common thing to do now. Yeah, it 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 it's so common. So I, it's like weird to not do the thing <laughs> that you're used to. Yeah. No. Like also to like fit in somewhat. Like I'm sitting there just not having a drink while everyone else yeah it's is. weird right it, um, yeah there's some there's some weird untold social pressure <laughs> there is a untold social pressure like you are weird if you're not having actually it. it is told that is definitely something i've learned way back when i was learning about drugs and that's one of the things that they spoke about alcohol 
Yeah. Which what is, is well, sorry, <laughs> I should continue that one. <laughs> you're, um, like, you're, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was told. Well, it's basically what you're told. It's basically you have a like a social pressure to it. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. it's not just like the peer pressure. You obviously have peer pressure, but when even when you're not peer pressured, you have the environment pressure. So like where you are, people are drinking. What are you gonna do? You're gonna have a soft drink. I'm sure people can do it. But like it feels weird and usually someone will have a make a comment i even make those comments where i'm like you're not drinking what <laughs> yeah we all well yeah i think i feel like maybe we've all had these type of made the comments or had the comments said to literally, us. literally and you don't even mean it as a peer pressure to someone else it's just like a no, you're no. a little surprised that someone else isn't doing what you and other people do usually yeah it's a a herd thing like i think it's like a cultural thing almost right and definitely because we can definitely dance without alcohol it's strange that alcohol is like legal everywhere question marks <laughs> no no i don't think it's very legal in middle eastern countries uh, or some of them but okay that i mean that makes some sort of sense for religious reasons yeah it is pretty interesting how it was banned at some point in america north america for example really yeah do you not know about this no okay so alcohol was illegal in north america um in america um united states most mostly because um, I, I just remember watching something recently and and they were saying like uh, like oh, he, like if you came along now right and we're just like yeah here's this liquid beer alcohol consume it yeah you can get people like they, okay. they become risk averse they they might punch people like there's no way we're allowing that but because it's... i find interesting that alcohol is legal and other drugs aren't legal that's that's what i find the yeah. problem there yeah because alcohol is a terrible drug you get addicted just as much and because it's legal it has <laughs> it has it's the... statistically the worst a hundred percent and like you're saying there's, there's there's cultural almost incentives so to, it's very. This is very interesting. To, to, okay, to use it. this is even before weed was a huge thing. Okay, so yeah, back in the United States, and I pulled up a little page here just so I can get most things correct. Damn, you're on the research today. Yeah, I am. Um, so it was something called prohibition. Prohibition is, was when they banned alcohol in the United States because they thought that alcohol was not was was a drug and it shouldn't be used, which is what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, um, and then. One thing that I know is a lot of Italian mafia guys started going, started becoming really rich because they started um, making trade routes for alcohol. And you had, for example, illegal bars in America and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people wouldn't even tell the government that that was happening. And a lot of people, yeah. a lot of police were on the payroll of the mafia because people want alcohol you know a country without any drugs apparently is not a very good country seems according to the prohibition Fair. that's how a lot of mexican cartels became rich at the beginning um and after after that time they actually like after alcohol was legalized they started importing or yeah importing more types of drugs so for example weed became a big one so this is after alcohol was legalized. Yeah. They so just, alcohol they, was they, illegal. They swapped up to. They do... swapped to weed, and then we, when weed wasn't that, like, they discovered that cocaine was better than weed. So then cocaine <laughs> I, became the bigger trade like, in America, like a better seller, right? Yeah, a better seller <laughs> and like more expensive because you gain more money from coke than from weed, according to. Um, yeah, according <laughs> documentaries that I've listened to, there's Narcos. If anyone wants to watch Narcos, I actually highly recommend. It does touch on the beginnings of weed and cocaine in America. Yeah, and I've seen some stuff on cocaine production, but nothing really. Um, nothing really. What's you call it? The profits of it. I, I just understand the, how far it has to travel. Mean, yeah, it means you have to charge heaps more. I mean, it was the same with weed back then. But I think, so I imagine weeds just kind of like grow it, correct? Sell it. So that's the thing. I think people started like 
having their own plants and etc. Right, right, yeah, and then so pe- and having it wouldn't their be own... so much of a market for it. Yeah, because okay. you can have plantations of weed in America in like a underground place. Now it's legal. Well, let's let's talk about when it was a thing, right? Yeah, or, you, or could, you can talk about Australia. Yeah, and well, where, where it's still illegal. You're right, um, and people grow it. Right? Yeah, you have hydroponics. Yeah. Hydroponics yeah. is well, a way yeah. to grow any vegetable, and weed is a thing that they grow that way. How do I know? <laughs> yeah. You did you ask me that? No. <laughs> wow, we just we we just wanted to set up our own strawberry farm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool. I actually wanted to make a little farm in the house, but not of weed, <laughs> <laughs> but like our neighbor where he like plants letters in and stuff. Oh, he has a little farm going. I find that so cool. Man, we had herbs going and that fresh herbs. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how you'd set it up, but fresh herbs. Quit, quit advice about <laughs> um, herbs. <laughs> Do not plant mint with other herbs i almost just recommend don't plant mint in general yeah mint is an actual <laughs> how little you use it yeah it's a weed it is a weed it... <laughs> and it killed all my other herbs i'm so mad it, it murdered the basil my basil <laughs> <laughs> and it just grew forever um i need to go to the toilet i'll be right back right. would you like me to pause this yeah go yeah pause it okay we'll be right back after these break. ads <laughs> Okay, we're back. Yeah, so many ads were just in the zero second time span. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry you didn't listen. It was in um, dog frequency, that's why. Dog frequency? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ad was just so fast. Yeah. We like to keep it nice and short for listening experience. Yeah, See, this yeah. is a bit out of the drug conversation, but it's still sort of on the American idea, right? Yeah, go for it. Find it, I find very interesting that America has done it all. <laughs> Everything that has happened has happened in America. You have prohibition of alcohol. You have prohibition of weed. You have prohibition of other drugs. And they slowly uh, legalizing it, right? Um, and other countries follow. Or maybe sometimes they don't. And then you have like segregation, which was in America as well. Um, do you know what segregation is? I know what segregation is like in general, not in weed and no, not drug, drug not drug related, just like in general. Yeah. I just find it interesting that America <laughs> like has genuinely done everything like that we know. <laughs> That's a weird way of saying it, but I think I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. It is a weird way of saying it. It's just, I find it interesting. They've undergone like so much change. They have, they, they've gone through a lot of change i believe other countries would have as well but for some reason america is the the one on the spotlight usually yeah i guess it's oh, yeah i can't i can't even conspiracize as to why but i guess they were they have been in the spotlight for a while so i guess they have a pretty hectic population i don't know yeah i don't know what the incentive is i don't know why yeah. i don't know legalizing weed feels like an interesting decision to me that was an interesting decision. And it seems to not have done any bad things to the country, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't remember a time when it wasn't, when it, when it was illegal. It'd be interesting to look at the differences. Yeah, don't hear something really interesting, actually. <laughs> it's outside of America. No. <laughs> yeah, go for it, yeah. Valid. <laughs> in Thailand, weed is legal. Cool. But, you know what else is legal in Thailand? Nangs. Doesn't that just deprive you of oxygen in your brain? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's really bad for your brain. But it's legal. That's wild. How? Wait, wait like, what do you mean? Aren't they just CO2 canisters? Nah, I don't really know, man. I think nangs are just CO2 canisters. Apparently they sell nangs. And you just inhale it. Uh, yeah, I think nangs. I thought it was acetone. But like, um, I'm pretty sure they're just legal. They'd sell it as nangs. They <laughs> like they're not just craftables, you know. Yeah, it's not man. something that they're like, let me get CO two over here and breathe it. It's just like have this can of hey. nangs. Uh, yeah. Anabolic steroids are legal over there as well. Are they? Yeah. Wow. Talk about drugs. They're very work, hey. <laughs> yeah, very progressive. I mean, look. <laughs> I honestly don't even think I that's do a bad it. thing. I feel like most 
tourists would be doing it, but not even the people that are there. <laughs> that was, I was about to say, I <laughs> feels sketchy to say. Feels mean to Thailand. Feels like a, a tourist decision, like a, <laughs> like boost the economy a little bit. We'll get people coming over from Australia here. Just, but I feel like it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, from their perspective, yeah, probably one hundred percent. And is technically your body. You should be able to do whatever you want with it. Honestly, like I don't know how we would stabilize the country that much. That's what I think about drugs really? in a sense. It's like doesn't really change anything someone that doesn't do anything uh, i guess we've had this conversation right? in a sense where like drugs are good as destabilizing a person that may have been good for the country yeah i've definitely the, the only example i can really pull up is there was a there was a bodybuilder and he did ayahuasca or something and went like crazy yeah <laughs> like dead ass insane so yeah, like I think it has the destabilizing capacity to it. But ayahuasca is a bit. Ayahuasca is a bit. Oh, over, it's a bit over there. Yeah, it's not. Your, and people do it in Australia. I've never done standard. it here, but I know people do it. I've heard of circles that do it. Yeah, but I guess that's the reason why maybe, like, or there's an argument against you should be able to do anything with your body because you might not be able to calculate the risks accurately. Yeah, and that's why legalizing makes it better in that sense. Yeah, because you're, because it's cause you're more, all of a sudden controlling... You're controlling the population and what they can do or can't. Yeah. Um, and you're obviously taxing it, so you're making hella money from it. Because drugs wouldn't be cheap, but legal drugs would be a lot better to buy. So like weed in America, I'm pretty sure is slightly more expensive than the weed that is illegal. And... Mm yeah and like it's just for the pop for the great population it's just it's better to buy the legal probably higher weed. quality high probably, quality you can pick whatever you want probably have hella people with hella knowledge yeah. about it i feel like there's heroin booths as well in Amer- in australia even yeah in melbourne i'm pretty sure for like addicts they yeah. give you well that's a thing because if you want to come off of heroin or something like one of those heavy drugs, right? Heroin or meth. I don't you really, need to use it for don't really know the difference. Yeah, but if you want to come off of it, you cannot just stop it or yeah. else you just literally die. You need to slow the dosage. I know this. It's yeah. very interesting how, how I it guess affects it, so well, so strongly a person. Yeah, I forget what the, what the, what the term is. Withdrawal? Is yeah, withdrawals. Yeah. Like, I guess if we're talking about drugs, like, it's the same for antidepressants apparently are like really difficult like there are heaps of withdrawals see this is what they call chemical addiction it's just it's it's when you get you get addicted to something that your body needs it at some point yeah almost like diabetes in a way where it's like you just your body forgets how to produce that certain thing correct in a certain relies on in a certain way yeah. yeah yeah so you know yeah i get you but like I feel like alcohol is a bit chemically addictive, apparently, um, but I don't know. You also got, but see, weed isn't, for example. Weed isn't, and I think that's why people don't call it an addictive drug. Yeah, you can get off it. You will have withdrawals, but you can't die from the withdrawals. From my research, hmm. uh withdrawals i don't think there's so much withdrawals i don't think it, it's like withdrawals if you just your like body stop, it. stop doing something you enjoy yeah mm. it's like a, there's withdrawals to a lot of things yeah but like, i don't think like chemical level withdrawals no like oh maybe uh, maybe if i you guess have it, it heaps your muscles well, start twitching and stuff. i guess a withdrawal would be chemical right in a yeah. sense just like brain chemicals rather yeah i'm thinking like your face start twitching or something is, no, is no, a withdrawal no, no. symptom not like oh I really want it though yeah but you have like withdrawals on like even um relationships even you have a breakup they call those withdrawals oh, okay I guess yeah. yeah so I guess you have withdrawals on like everything yeah yeah okay yeah the, but words, like, the word's a bit loose it is yeah. a loose word I 
I believe. But then you have chemical addiction, which is heavy withdrawals and we you could die from not taking whatever you need to take. Yeah. Um, and that falls into the heroin and meth, I think, is like that as well. Hmm. Mm. I don't know much about meth at all. I've watched Breaking Bad, but that's about as much <laughs> as I know it. Yeah, same. I don't know the difference between heroin and meth. But, you know, I'm I'm very happy with that being kept that way. Are they both even opioids? No. One's amphetamine and heroin's an opioid. Difference? Question mark? I don't know what the difference between opioids and stuff is. I just know opioids are bad. And... Oh, wait. Okay, here's a question that they asked in... I forget what the show on Netflix is, but... Do you believe bad drugs exist? Or it's just circumstances under which they're used make them good or bad let me see it's hard i guess it, this is a hard question in the sense that like yeah good and bad is very vague we've we've spoken about good and bad and how it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. so like to to deem a drug good or bad it seems weird but like let's no nah, you are no nah, i think i think you're right like let's for, get into for, for it positive though. or negative impact yeah so i feel like drugs that could kill you if you stop taking them inherently bad right because yeah whatever the circumstance you can't really stop taking it once your body's used to it yeah if (laughs) if withdrawals will kill you (laughs) overdosing will kill you and it deteriorates your like correct you can't if we go back to our value episode it deteriorates your value then yeah you kind of walking a very fine line on death and living so i reckon that would be inherently bad yeah but then you have drugs like weed for example which you can get out of it if you want to so good (laughs) it can be very bad but like good inherently in in like a core sort of conversation no i think I i think for the most part it's dependent on circumstances and person using probably but like even a person who see i don't know Jumping to heroin, morphine, and opioids. <laughs> they genuinely just, like, require your body to keep taking it. Yeah. Yeah, so anything that has, like, a chemical addiction. So I don't, of... I don't see that being good in any way, shape, or form for, like, a person. So, like, even, even circumstantial... Would you mean circumstantial, like morphine, for example? You take it out because you're feeling pain and it Look, relieves think, the pain. I think the first thing you said is right. I think the paradigm that you're looking at it through is just like a bit a bit cloudy. It's hard, hey? In that yeah. there's no real what you wish to achieve by using the drug. Yeah. Like, I think upon re- reviewing the question, that's going to probably come into play as to whether it's a good or bad very fair. I mean, some people would take some types and of then, drugs um, casually for like fun, yeah, and then like, become hooked in it, like microdosing. But again, I think it's probably not. It's not. I mean, more it's like not going to be doing the, ice once and then not being able I to get off it. <laughs> okay, I was de- <laughs> not microdosing. Yeah, okay, I was definitely thinking, <laughs> definitely thinking more chill on that scale. But like, yeah, I think it's maybe not the drug that's bad, not the circumstances using it in but oh but what about ice though like you genuinely can't get out of it if you do it once and you just get hooked does that make the bad drug bad probably (laughs) yeah i think so i think that's the idea of classifying a, a drug as good or bad yeah but i think then there's there's a pretty clear why did you want to do the drug? Yeah. <laughs> where, it's, where it's your intentions in your... Well, the response will probably so, be like, I didn't know it was going to do this to me. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, everyone told me, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, so nine times out of ten, probably a circumstance. That's yeah. bad. Like, I'd say just so. Just poor, poor judgment, poor... Poor judgment, but like... Uh, see, that's... That, that that drifts off from the question uh, of is a drug good or bad, you know? Because that that doesn't. Yeah, but there's it's like it's like you said there's, there is no good and bad in yeah. in just like a thing that exists. Yeah, <laughs> like it, can... it, it just it's like asking like is is a 
Is concrete good or bad? See, that's different. Though. <laughs> that is that is inherently different. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. <laughs> I was just kind of referring it to as like uh, just another just object. It's just a thing. You could you could go deeper and be like, uh, what's that? What do they use in asbestos? <laughs> <laughs> is asbestos good or bad? <laughs> Technically good. It apparently was really good for installations. So right, that. But, but this is what the terrible. If it cracks, <laughs> this is the thing. Like, just it's just a thing, though. It doesn't have like it's not no good or bad. It's just we was used in the wrong areas. <clears throat> but then you have morphine, for example, right? It was used incorrectly, which right. which is prescribed by doctors. Yeah, and you still can get very hooked on it. That's why heroin was created. Haha. <laughs> Already yeah, gave that, you that fun fact. Yeah. Okay. And then you have to go through a redrawal <laughs> with a doctor who prescribed you those drugs. <laughs> That's epic. Because I, mean, I don't sense. know, you took off a limb or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, so, yeah so the drug sense. was inherently good, but then you have to go through like a negative. Um, repercussions or yeah you have you have to go through the withdrawal i don't know how to yeah. even, um that's a hard one i don't know the other there's a, there's another question that i have that see i wish <laughs> we enter these episodes just like wishing we have a topic like we n- vaguely know what we're talking about i guess we always have topics hey? <laughs> i want to do more research into it god damn i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh it was kind of it was it's it's um how do you ban a drug like lsd how do you ban a chemical compound you just slightly tweak the chemical compound and it's no longer the exact chemical compound that was originally banned well so funny funny lsd is made from wheat so yeah. literally impossible <laughs> to ban it yeah this is like it's just fungus that grows on wheat like, how do you make it illegal if it's just... Well, it's illegal. Your use of it is on your own precautions. You don't know what you're taking. So the problem with illegal, illicit drugs yeah. is that you don't know what you're taking, right? True. Um, and, and this is why legal drugs are more... Um, is better for the client. <laughs> So, like, if you're buying illegal weed and legal weed, for example, you know what you're buying. You know exactly... This control measure. Even how it may affect you. Um, meanwhile, in illegal, dr- in, in legal weed, you don't know what you're buying. So, the same with LSD, right? If you have, for example, a bad dealer, you could be taking something that isn't LSD. Yeah, they could just put in whatever God knows on a little piece of paper or something. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this person <laughs> who isn't me. <laughs> Who, yeah, yeah. Who through, their brother through research you found someone correct. So their brother <laughs> bought what they thought was a um thought it was one drug and it turned out to be another. You know because it's, oh yeah, I've, it, I've, I've I've seen cases of it. See, but that happens often. You don't know what you're buying. You don't know who you're buying from a lot of the times. So. Legal drugs are more effective on that sense. So, like, there are illegal drugs. You may take it as you will. You can't possess it. If you get found possessing it, you'll go to jail. Mm. But, like, if you're... You take it in your account. If it's legal, then you you know what you're taking and, like, yeah. the government has some responsibility to it. So, if you die, if you overdose over something that the government gave you, then that's, uh, like... There's responsibility lies in people correct i think that's one of the main reasons why it's illegal i don't even think the government really cares about people taking drugs because <laughs> they don't care if people die because they don't have to answer to it correct whereas i think it, where, that's a big whereas, thing whereas right? if you legalize it all of a sudden you have to put in a bunch of if you die of laws like, for how to punish these people i guess and... if you die of like using crack for example right most like even what will go to the media is like oh another crackhead dead because of drug but like if it's legal then like they're like how can the government allow this to happen yeah there must be repercussions on whoever gave it to him there must be like more bigger regulatory action Mm -hmm. around that specific thing 
more more research done into like yeah. safe use of the drug. It's just a big. I think that is why most things right? are illegal. Actually, I think like from just a anecdotal that it makes sense why why the government wouldn't want to <laughs> be responsible for go a... all in on 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 that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, but do you remember they tried? They even tried to do the uh, drug testing, like if you bought mm. MDMA for whatever reason, and you wanted to go get it tested. Do you remember the big uproar about I that? I remember this. You still can buy it online, like drug testing kits. Yeah, I don't know if they're legal, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's yeah. crazy that people disagree works. with it though. Why? Like, why is it why crazy? would someone disagree with it? They shouldn't be doing them in the first place. Valid. But like, if you're going to do it, at least you're doing it safely. That's it. That's what I think. Mm. I think it's crazy to just kind of like, it's like what we were saying before. It's not, it's not inherently bad. Like, what do you mean? People <laughs> they like, shouldn't be doing it. People like ruling out a lot of things just for the sake of it. It keeps it easy in the brain to just, yeah. to just not think about it, to just go, ah, bad thing. That Ryan Holiday book. It's interesting. There's there's a there's a part where it's just like people like to just take care of other people's business. <laughs> they just like <laughs> just let it be, you know. Like take care of your own. I it's hard that. enough to take care of your own. Why yeah. are you taking care of other people's business? You know, like yeah, is like, life that chill for you? Go find something else to think about. Yeah, re- like yeah, reality it, reality B. <laughs> you probably got some stuff that you don't have in check. Yeah, some people need it, and, and you're trying to put other people in check. You what, need to. What do you mean? Literally, yeah. The yeah, the title of it was um, check your privilege, like check your privilege. Yeah, which is <laughs> that's funny. It's interesting. It's is is in a stoic matter, but like valid. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've heard very similar principles of like get your own stuff in order before you go like. And the funny thing is, you never have your stuff in order. No one have all of their order together. <laughs> Not, <laughs> or at least no one that I know. <laughs> no, I feel like even people who like to show that they do probably don't. See, but that's the funny thing. The reason why we know most people don't—it's like it's portrayed in everything. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got something they're working on. Every everyone's got something going on. Everything, even if there's something going on, is taking care of other bu- people's business. <laughs> <laughs> like gossip, etc. Gossip's a crazy one. You know, there's social benefit to gossip. I believe it. The keep keeping people in check. It depends, I'd say. Uh, but it's like in a in a in a. I guess I'll just take work environment, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like no one wants to do something that would generate gossip, mm-hmm. right? So gossip acts as like a preventative measure to keep people in in check in, for that reason, in social check. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that they're not doing anything that's out of the social norm. That's like what the. But it's not only because of gossip, though. You also have the fact that you are in a work environment, and if you do anything out of the work environment lines, it then ha- doesn't have to be work. Your managers would be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't have to be outside. I get it. Don't, doesn't have to be work environment. I get it. I understand. But inherently, though, I don't really care about it, and I feel like a lot of people wouldn't I'm as not. well. Yeah, people love the. You just do the right thing because you. You just get addicted to the what is it like? The, I mean, I don't see. I can't say that I don't enjoy it because I, you know, I probably engage in it more than I would want to. But, I engage in gossip, but yeah, not that heavily, but yeah, go on. There's probably some emotional, gets you rolled up, angry, laughing, happy. Yeah, I just like there's different types of gossip. I'd say, right? You have like, for example, a work environment gossip where you just be like, oh, did you see what Eamon did? So and so did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just conversation yeah correct and then you have like the the demeaning 
the demeanor. Oh, where people like to, yeah, you talk about what other people are doing. Correct. Oh my god, no, I don't think that. I think this. Don't think that should have been done. How yeah. could they? And then yeah. like you get angry at that person, and you make someone else angry at that person. Just crap. It is. That is. I feel like there is the same way. There's good and bad bullying. Sorry for anyone listening. <laughs> I feel like there's good and bad gossip as well, because I feel yeah. like gossip can even fall into bullying if um, it becomes something bigger. You know, like you you just convince a bunch of people <laughs> that that person did something wrong or something of the sort, and all these yeah. people start disliking them and treating them like poorly. For example, that's the type of bullying I'd say. Yeah. If it's if it's ongoing and consistent for sure. Yeah, like, and I I re- I'm relating to the like the growing up bullying where it's just like kids laugh at each other, and it's like yeah. it helps build up character, and then you have bullying where someone like punches you up for absolutely no reason, and yeah. that doesn't help you build character, but just that anger inside. <laughs> I was looking at a bit of like why bullying happens. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a. It's a social... It'd be it's just a, a dominance, wouldn't it? A lot yeah. of times. Or it's, it's a hierarchy thing, for yeah. sure. It's like, a, oh, I have to show that I'm up here by... Demeaning... Putting you down there. The weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. So if you look weak, someone... Mostly... See, bullying happens when you're an adult as well. But you but... can't be... They don't want to pick on someone too weak. <laughs> or else mm. you don't get... You don't look powerful. <laughs> mm. So there's an interesting... I don't know. We 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 dynamic. We've strayed, but that is interesting. I yeah. Before I came to Australia, there was this video of the this guy dropping a bully in Australia, <laughs> and it became viral. It was interesting. Oh, I have seen this. He just, like just body slams him. Yeah, it's an interesting video to watch. But see, let's go to the good and bad, right? Yeah. Is there any inherent good and bad on that situation? A kid was being bullied and just dropped the other kid. Is anyone in the wrong? No. <laughs> Is anyone on the correct side? Probably not either. Like, yeah, it's no. a hard one to. It's funny in the in the stoic view, it's very like hard to discern a good or bad, and just like, are you happy with how you acted? I guess in any view, though, like, nothing really class clarifies what good and bad really means no it's it's very impossible to put your finger on and it's like well you probably like was the response necessary maybe well yeah like, maybe not clearly that bully would never will never do that again to this kid but he became viral right so yeah i don't know i think bullying i got a little fascinated after i did the little look into it because if you're like right, someone who is socially at the bottom, right, has been picked on. Like I'm just taking this this instance for example, right? But he he's been he's been picked on, and for more or less, he's been shown that this is like a a doggy dog world, <laughs> either win or you lose type thing. Doggy dog. That's not 1984, isn't it? No, that's not 1984. I, I heard that somewhere. Go on. No, 1984 is like the the. I am powerful because I suppress you. Yeah, okay. Type. That one would be fine. But <laughs> it's shown this person that, like, you know. Well, clearly that person went to the top don't... of the food chain, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For someone who wouldn't otherwise recognize that dynamic of power or whatever, they do now. Yeah. And that's how they figured in their head to revolt. There is inherent. They figured, oh, I must push back there are strong bullies though like when people literally cannot take it anymore I feel like that's uh, that's an interesting one right like just the multitude of different ways that people can respond yeah and I feel like as a kid there's not that much of a suicidal thought to it even though I'm sure there is but like when you become more of an adult in like college or like um, university for example if you're suffering bully then and you having these thoughts, then I I feel like that's a bit more interesting in a sense because your brain is almost developed at that point, right? Yeah. And oh, I'm sorry, my my brain is going haywire on this one. It's like you're still doing like. I feel like it's very primitive to still be doing that as an adult. 
like there is there is a connotation to bullying and like obviously power uh, so like yeah. in a in a in a company i kind of get it in a sense not that i would do it but like it's weird because it's this alpha status or like this is how it's perceived right it is and it, it might not even and the alpha maybe that not might not even mean it from what i was again there's like a podcast i listened to and he was he was researching it and he was saying like oh god i don't want to paraphrase it incorrectly but say i'm bullying you it's like for me perceived higher mating chances it's not like women are going to go after the person bullying people Mm. but for me i think that i have higher mating chances because i think i'm more because i'm yeah because what people will go towards will lean towards the more powerful rather than the weaker all right or like that's what it's perceived by the bully hence this like weird but most people dislike it nowadays they they see it and they're like why yeah. dude especially when right. you're an adult so like as a, a kid i get it i understand as a kid because you're still learning you're still a little animal that's <laughs> it it's just like i think it's just a really weird ooga booga very primitive yes primal <laughs> thing <laughs> yes that even though like this social put down there's like something that's like nah me be alpha me get higher chances of mate uh-huh. maybe i mean that's how most animals do it right even in nature and you, they bully each other yeah so, so you like, know wait, which yeah. one's in the higher status on on a little tribe or something of the sort yeah so people like the this dude was saying like yeah the ways to combat bullying is to develop a social circle or or push back so that they don't pick on you because yeah interesting predator ain't gonna pick on a predator you know yeah but it's a, it's a difficult one as a kid, hey? Because, like, you're trying to... At least, as far as I know, when, you, when you're parenting, you're trying to teach your kid to, like, be good. Take the good action. Be, like... Let other people talk. Learn how to speak yeah. to people. You're trying to teach them to be, like, normal human beings. And you have, like, a little crappy kid who's grows in, like, some ooga-booga house that starts picking your kid. Yeah, who learned, who learned really <laughs> early that if I want to be at the top... <laughs> Well, that and like not just that, but like people who go through actual issues at home. Oh yeah, true. and they have yeah. actual because that's usually where they pick the idea of bully, right? That's where bullying usually comes from, from like disorganized sort of parenting and like bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how true that is. That's usually how they are portrayed most of the time. Yeah, that's how it. Like, and I've, that's how I experienced in school. I've heard, I've back heard in a lot Brazil. of. The- yeah, I've heard a yeah. lot of that, but I don't know how much. That's how I experienced it. Like the most, um, the most. Uh, see, I don't want broken to swear. Fam, broken the, families yeah. type thing. Yeah, the most, the worse it was, the more like abuse there was, the more poverty there was, the more likely was that person to like be a bad character. In saying that, there were a lot of really good people that came from like the same sort of idea, but like. Um, I think it's mostly parenting. I think it all falls into parenting, like, at the end of the day. A lot of it, but, like, I think uh, this guy was saying, I think it's very, like, like a natural aptitude mm-hmm. to a win-lose, mm-hmm. to, like, to dominance and hierarchy socially. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. That probably, probably I mean, gets conveyed through parenting. It makes in, sense. In a way, like... But, yeah... I don't, I don't know. Because sometimes yeah. your kid just becomes someone completely different as well. Anyway, I feel yeah. like we've gone for way long now. We have. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely still on the drug topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should definitely talk about it more at some point. But um, <laughs> thank you very much, everyone listening. Yeah. And I hope you have a lovely week. Also, episodes will now be a day late because schedule change. Rip. Yeah. I mean, they're always late anyway. So, yeah. Rate us five stars, please. Have a good night, good day. See you later, everybody.